Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, the other thing that's changed in terms of our shopping habits um, and probably very much so for the future is the number of people shopping and choosing to buy clothes in particular online and naturally that can bring its own complications with us uh, with it in the sense that you obviously can't try the clothes on uh, before you purchase them but would it be helpful if online fashion brands were to show their clothes on more than one type of model typically look it might be somebody's six foot you know size eight or five nine size ten uh, it can be that can be quite difficult when you're trying to uh, well decide how the item is going to look in yourself right Anna Carey is with us on the show today. Anna, is this an issue for you? Yeah, it is. I mean, I think it's an issue for for a lot of people these days because typically um, online brands, and I'm talking about the ones that really do primarily or only sell online, uh, you know, they don't have any bricks and mortar shops where you can try stuff on. They, you often see, you know, model is, they will say what size a model is wearing, but it's usually something like model is five foot ten and wearing a six. And obviously, you know, there are people who are that tall and that thin, but it's a particularly unrepresentative body type. And as somebody who's five foot two and a size ten, it's not very helpful if I'm buying, you know, especially a dress or something that yeah. has to fit you kind of from top to toe. Um, and it's kind of baffling in uh, these days, especially when there are so many people whose primary markets are people who can't try their clothes on, that they, you know, in, just as a purely business decision, um, it, I don't really understand why more brands don't adopt, a, you know, a more diverse approach when it comes to showing their wares. Well, particularly, as you say, for the brands that are solely online. Yeah, exactly. Like a brand like Bowden that doesn't have any shops, most of its audience, being realistic, will be over 35. And um, yet their model, their clothes are shown on, you know, 10 foot tall 19 year olds. And sometimes on some and on some online retailers, uh, there'll be a note saying that, you know, this item has or this garment has been adjusted to fit, which means the model is, you know, it's being pinned in, basically. So you're not even seeing how it fits on the... Uh, on the five foot ten, size six mm. model, and like it's it's one thing when it comes to you know fashion advertising, especially high end fashion, super high end fashion is all about sort of selling a dream and a fantasy and a lifestyle, and you know there's issues about how narrow that fantasy lifestyle is, um, but that's kind of you know that's a bigger issue uh, that affects all sorts of advertising, but on a really practical level. If you're an online retailer and your average customer is, you know, a 40-year-old, and like the average size is sort of 14 to 16, um, it's just not practical to to show all your clothes on very tall, very thin teenagers. Yeah. Um, um, so, so presumably then, and like I, I'm not a major online shopper. I mean, I have obviously you know bought some things online, but it wouldn't yeah. typically be my my go-to personally. But one of the things I notice from friends is that they'll often buy the same top or the same dress in two or three different sizes, and they'll just say, "Sure, I'll get them. I'll buy them. You know, I'll buy the three of them or two of them, and I'll try them on, and then I'll send back the other two that I don't don't need." Yeah, and the pro- the problem is like that is an option, but you know it's expensive, and a lot of places, especially you know it, for Irish shoppers, don't have um, free ship free returns. 
So, you know, you can buy a couple of sizes, but you might end up having to pay, uh, you know, 20 quid or something to, to send them all back. So um, it's, you know, it is definitely an option. But also, in the, but in the conversation, though, Sariana, around sustainability uh, and a discussion yeah. that we have, you know, very consistently here on the programme. I mean, you, you'd wonder then, should the likes of the online retailers and platforms, should there not be some, well, disincentive to, to encourage that kind of, you know, shopping behaviour from consumers? So I wonder if it was a case that they had to have a variety of different models of different sizes. Would yeah. that actually help to curb that? Um, I think it probably would because, you know, there's a few brands and a few um, online outlets that do show um, a, a wider range of of models. And, and it does make it, you know, you're way more likely to choose the right size when they do. You know, if it's, um, so there's a, there's a British brand, but they do, thankfully, post-Brexit have a, an EU-based um, depot so you can shop mm. from them in Ireland called Lucy and Yak. And they, it's like casual wear, sort of, you know, cool high-waisted jeans and stuff like that. But they, and jumpsuits and boiler suits, and, you know, it's very casual, but they have Everything is shown on, you know, so-and-so is five foot six and a size eight to ten. So-and-so is five foot seven and a size 20. You, know, you can see it in a huge, in a really wide range of body shapes. And yeah. You can figure out, well, okay, you know, okay she's more like taller me than or me. This or, yeah. yeah, exactly. So you can sort of make your own judgment because you can see how, how, it go, how the the garment and okay. size and, and, and they'll show them in a, you know, by the, from the side and, you know, from the front and the back. So it's it's really helpful and there's another there's an irish um shop called crack and dirk which is um it is a physical shop in fairview near where i live but they do a lot of retail online and they model the clothes so a lot of their business i'm pretty sure is is primarily from Mm. online sales but they model the clothes themselves or you know it's the the staff and you know friends and family who they've they've brought in so They'll say I'm a size twelve, and this is you know a bit large, so you can go up or down, and um, and it makes a huge difference because you can see the clothes on ordinary, you know, they're really nicely photographed. Okay, but they, well, they're way more helpful than if it's like a size zero. Yeah. No, uh, no, no, no. I, t- I t- take your point. Teenager. Yeah. B- Brendan Courtney uh, is with us as well, Anna. Brendan, of course, a uh, designer with, with Lennon and Courtney. Uh, actually, no, we'll go to Brendan in a moment. Uh, fashion expert, though, for RSVP magazine. Um, Laura Mullet is with us as well, too, in the programme today. Laura, why don't more online retailers and platforms offer this option to customers? I really get what Anna is saying. I know it's incredibly frustrating, but I think if we could start by rewarding the boutiques and brands who get it right, that can be a kind of an effective way of getting what we want. I think if you look at the shops that, let's say, are selling primarily online, but do have brick and mortar stores, like what's happened with a lot of shops that would have had brick and mortar stores have these incredible overheads they're moving to warehouses they're trying to do their facebook lives and maybe try and sell that way i think a lot of irish businesses have had to diversify if you're willing to kind of connect with these brands to reach out to them to kind of get the message across this is my height this is my um general dress size i'm between this and this would you be able to showcase this usually a lot of people will be incredibly accommodating i think by shopping locally as well 
and trying to reach out to these brands, we can maybe get that message across of what we're looking for. Should we have to? Not really. It shouldn't have to be communicated this heavily. But I think by kind of advocating our position and saying, look, I'm confused. I want to have a sustainable, eco-friendly approach to shopping. I want to buy things that just stand the test of time. I don't want to buy things and have to alter them or return them. I think you can get that message across. But in terms of shopping Irish, I mean, there's so many Irish designers and brands that are doing fantastic work. Like Melissa Fair is one I came across recently, working with these amazing linens. And when you go on the website, it's shown on women who swerves and curves, women who are thinner and elegant, like everybody has a different body shape and we all want to feel catered to, Andrea. Yeah, I wonder though, I mean, the thing this was that crossed my mind earlier this morning um, when I was looking at this and, and listening to Anna there as well a few moments ago, Laura, is it just down to cost though? Like, is it down to the fact that, you know, online platforms or retailers or stores are just saying, do you know what, it's more expensive to bring in three and four different size models for the photo shoot, so we'll just go with the one? I think what can happen is the problem can also relate to the cost of the clothing. So before the pandemic, I would have gone fashion buying with a brand in, we would have gone to Florence and we went to Milan. And when they're actually going to these factories and trying to budget what they're spending, and I mean, with boutiques and brands, like if you have a boutique, you're looking at buying things you know are going to sell, but you can only really buy what's there. And Paris is another location a lot of Irish boutiques seem to go to to source their clothing. Sometimes there's not enough sizing options and there can be this general extra small to extra large, but it fluctuates brand to brand. So sometimes an extra large could be a 14 to 16, sometimes an 18, sometimes it looks like a 12. So I think there are frustrations on everyone's Mm -hmm. side, but I think by maybe more video content, by communicating through the Facebook Lives, I know that everyone likes Facebook Lives, but I think they can be actually a brilliant way of seeing and connecting with a brand in real time in a very inconspicuous way, just being like, oh, can I see the back of this? Can you twist around? Um, But there's a lot of brands, I suppose, trying to do that for engagement and just trying to sell their product as well. I think everyone is competitive in that respect. Brendan, Brendan Courtney, um, this is something that you do with your own clothes, with your own brand in in Lennon and Courtney. Why did you introduce this? Um, I suppose, because I can't get around the supermarket without getting a a puck in the chest from a woman saying, why aren't you doing bigger sizes or why aren't you doing smaller sizes? Yeah. So we we react to what we're we're told. Uh, Sort of going back a step for us, one of the big appeals for us going with Dunn's was Dunn's are, are, and uh, Laura will know as well, are known for being generous sizing. So they don't skimp on fabric, and that's very important to us. And when we went in and we redid our block, they, they, they sample everything in their size 12, which sounds very industrial and very, you know, very in. But actually, that's quite, that's quite an unusual thing to sample in a size 12. Um, and so they, they're going for the middle ground, really. Well, size, well, the average size of an Irish woman is 14 to 16. So that's where your sweet spot is as well. But I suppose what, what we use, so, so when pandemic hit, uh, we had no choices. Obviously, we were all in a bubble, and mm. so Sonia jumped into the into the into the front of the camera to be our model. And we had an unbelievable reaction to that because Sonia is of a certain age and of a certain height, so she's petite, but she's a size eight. And then we did this one dress called Twist Point Dress, which actually you can't even keep on the shelf; it just walks out itself. But we got uh, six of our of our customers to send us in pictures if they wanted to be involved and we sent them the dress so we put the dress size 8 to 18 on, on six people all different sizes and shapes mm. and the dress worked on every shape so that was kind of just a genius but that's all about as Laura's describing trying to be inclusive and but also trying to tell the story of the garment that it will work on your body and not to be afraid to try it so it's it, yeah I mean I just think it's very interesting if you look online now and who people are using as models 
the elusive, you know, twiggy 14-year-old girl wearing, you know, tailored suits that a lawyer might buy, it's, just, it's, it's slipping away slowly. As we grow in confidence, people are not afraid. Ordinary people want to see ordinary people in clothes. Yeah, they kind of had to though, didn't they, Brendan? Because particularly, I suppose, in the last two years when more and more of us are at home or, you know, even people like me who never shop online, but you had to shop online if you wanted something because you couldn't get it. So we we were an online shop first. That's just who we are because we were so small when we started. We actually couldn't afford to do anything else, and so we really focused. Luckily, we focused our our business on online, and it meant that we could Instagram or Facebook, as Laura's all described, images the night before to our customers so they could see what's coming. And you're in their hand now. They're not even using the laptops. Like ninety eight percent of our sales are through phones now. They're not even looking at the laptop. And so you try and tell as much of the story as you can. But yeah, we had we had to. We, we were already there. Luckily. But most people have had to really adapt really quickly. Mm. And now I think we shop 50-50. I think you could cut it down the middle now in terms of fashion, where it wasn't, it was moving slowly online. I heard a great conversation the other day, you know, about hybrid working. Microsoft had made a statement saying that they achieved in six months what would have taken 10 years to achieve in developing a hybrid model. And so there was some positive fallout from COVID. And one was the development of online shopping as well, I think. One of the other things that I've noticed, Laura, um, and maybe I don't mean it's something that, you know, it's it's not a big uh, groundbreaking, um, <laughs> you know, thing that I've noticed in, in recent weeks. But I do often spot that you go into some of the kind of the high street stores and just because it, it happened to me really recently, actually, and I, I went in to get a suit for a work thing and I picked up uh, trousers, thought suit, great fit, you know, perfect to do the job Um wore it and thought actually I might actually get this if I can in another colour it was affordable and it'll do for, for something else down the line and the same suit didn't fit in a different colour I had to actually get a different pair of uh, the trousers in a different size exact same trousers exact same style the only difference was was a different colour but I had to go for a different size in them and I and I, I couldn't understand like, like you know it, it, definitely not much has changed in my body shape in the space of about five days <laughs> but I mean what? how does that happen? I have two words for you Andrea soul destroying like soul destroying there's nothing more frustrating you're like oh my god I look great in this rinse repeat I'll get it in a different colour what's happened sometimes even if it's not a different texture there's just inconsistency in some of these major high street brands and it just pushes people over the edge and what you have to do is try and opt for brands that have that size and consistency and don't be afraid to mix and match your stylish separate so if you find this killer blazer that looks unbelievable try and shop maybe and it's leisure joggers or a cool trousers that you can mix and match it doesn't always have to be the same brand because sometimes some brands hit a trousers or a blazer on the head and then when they move to maybe they might slightly change the formula of the fabric there might be a little bit less elastane just a smidge less stretch and then you're going to feel like it's cutting you in all the wrong places and I feel understanding your body shape and kind of accentuating your best features is always going to be your best asset so when you're looking for a suit as well try and go for a bit of a fit and flare technique and try and invest in a suit that you can think to yourself I would wear this mm. 12 different times 12 different ways that has endless potential oh listen it's going to, really it, it'll owe me nothing Laura because I have about five or six different gigs that it's it's lined up for lined up for already at this stage but Brendan like is that hard is that so hard for brands to get right well I got, I'm going to Put myself on the on an, uh, on the line here now, but women's sizing is a is a con. It's it's an absolute rubbish because I'm a man and I wear men's sizing and it's either in centimeters or inches and I can measure 
and it's the same in every jacket I buy and it's the same in every shirt where it's anyone's decision what size an eight block or a 12, 10 block or a 12 block is and they are inconsistently as Laura just said it's not the same across the board so you can go into one high street stop and feel brilliant in your size 14 and you go into another shop and you need a 16 or an 18 and you're like oh, what's going on so it, it is a bit of con it is a bit of mystique I mean I, we are desperately trying to it's very hard with tailoring or fitted clothes not to do a 10 12 that's just tricky but everything we've done since pandemic we have had to we insist on comfort first color and then uh, we want to obviously the clothes make you feel great so confidence but I'm desperately, every time we do a garment, I'm like, can that just be small, medium, large, please? And then my team will go, well, we don't know about that. And I'm like, no, make it extra small, medium, large, and extra large. And if we go XXL, we go. But it's much, our, when we do that with the garment, and here's a shocker, it's a lot less likely to be returned because there's movement in it. If you get, you could be between, you know, a 10 mm. and a 12 or a 14 or something. And if it's a medium, you're kind of covered. You know, I can understand that completely, but, uh, you know, between different stores. But when you're going back to the same store and it's the it's same mad. style and the same top and it's the same, exact same yeah. pair of trousers on the same rail, and you pick them up and you try them on, but because they happen to be blue, all of a sudden you're a different size in them. And, and you will never forget that and you will never you will oh listen I'm talking about it for the whole week <laughs> I haven't yeah, stopped talking you, you about won't, it. it it's really bad for brands to do that because you won't forgive them for that now and so we, we found over the years we've learned the hard way I mean we're the label is 12 years old now I think we've learned the hard way sometimes something slips through the net and it's got a bad seam or it's uncomfortable somewhere and it arrives and it's only happened a couple of times for us but it does happen mm. and it just comes back in the truckload like yeah and then you, you see it and it hits the sails she, she doesn't, yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't like it. She doesn't keep it. Do, do you notice this um, size fluctuation between items as well, Anna? Are you there, Anna? You can hear us. Can you hear us? All right. I actually turned that. I can. I've turned the radio on on my uh, on my laptop because I couldn't hear. Um, it just all. It just. I've been still on the line. Apologies. Yeah, I was just. I was just asking about the the size fluctuation, the the variation yeah. that you can often get. You know, in, in between jackets or trousers or shirts that you're buying from a high street shop, whether it be a, you know a medium and and the same pair of trousers. Next thing you're a large, in the exact same style, only a different yeah. color. I mean, like, do you find that? Is it a, is it an issue? Yeah, I mean, I'm sort of usually a bog standard size 10 in most sizes, but then there's some where it can, you know, in this, across the same brand, you can get, as you say, the same size and it's randomly different. I mean, and as Brendan was saying, it's, it's, there is no consistency and it's not standardized. And, uh, and that it, and it also changes even within brands. So you could have been a size 10 or a 12 or 16 in the brand a year ago and you haven't changed size but they'll have changed their sizing so um, it is completely random and I'm not sure what the solution to that is apart from you know standardization but it's as an international industry that's obviously very uh, very difficult hard to achieve uh, for sure absolutely look let us know today whether or not you are in favour of well in particular the online fashion platforms um, being forced having to hire more than one size uh, model. Models of different sizes. Is that something you're in favour of? 53106 is the text line number. Brandon Courtney, uh, Laura Mullet and writer Anna Carey. Thanks a million for joining us here on the programme. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. 
Yeah, we're talking about online fashion models and why so few um, online brands in particular use a variety of different uh, variety of models of different sizes. They all seem to just, well, a lot of them seem to opt for just one model size. That's proving difficult for a lot of our listeners who are getting in touch with us today in the programme. Um, this listener says, I always buy things online in a variety of sizes. If I'm looking for three things, I'll end up buying ten just to be sure. It must be so wasteful for packaging, but I don't feel I have any choice. Benny, though, he says the reason that the models are used is because we're sold an aspiration, a dream. The same applies to almost all marketing. It's on page one of How to Sell. Susan is with us on the line. Um, Susan, this is a feature on a fashion website that you use. Do you find it helpful? Yeah, I think it's brilliant. Um, I buy an awful lot of clothes from a particular online brand. Um, They're solely online. They're based in the UK. And pretty much everything on their website they have on a size 10 model and then a size 16 model. So you can kind of get a good idea of how it looks on on the two different body types. And they try to get models of different heights as well. But um, yeah, it's really good. And it means I return an awful lot less to them than if I buy from a website that maybe only has one, one model size that you can kind of have a good look at. It it's frustrating though. Like I was talking to Anna about this a little bit earlier. That got in touch with us. Um, it's frustrating when you're looking at something. Well, I suppose in particular trousers. Trousers. Like I'm tall, so I always find that issue that you know it's hard to kind of get a gauge of how long. Um, are are the leggings actually to the ankle, or are they you know kind of the the the, uh, the three quarter length? But. It, it's frustrating for people when there's just the one option. But then you get the likes of Evan, for instance, who's text in and uh, he says it's for the same reason that we don't show models smoking cigarettes. Businesses don't want to promote their products with unhealthiness, according to Evan. Well, I think that's a bit disingenuous. If they're selling the clothes in the size, like the one I buy from has clothes from a size 8 to a size 22. If you're going to sell the clothes in the size, why can't you show them in that size as well? You know, or even a size close to it. Because yeah. you're not promoting unhealthiness, but you're promoting the product that you're actually stocking. So you're selling it. You've yeah. it on the website. People can exactly. buy it. Yeah, it, it, it's not like it, it's a cigarette that you're trying to promote or anything like that. People are that size, and they need to have clothes. So let them see them in those sizes. It's it's not promoting anything bad. It's just other than their own yourself. product. Yeah. yeah, Geraldine, what's your experience? Um, hi, Andrea. How are you? Well, I don't shop online uh, at all, really, but I saw a pair of nice leggings that were online, and the, why I bought them in the navy and the black was they looked kind of like a jean, so you didn't have to wear, if you didn't want to wear a long top to cover your tail end, because I like the tail end covered, you could wear um, just a, a short blouse. Yeah. But when I got them, they were, I'm only 5'3". So they came in in the morning at the courier at half ten and they walked out with my friend at two o'clock who was coming for tea and who's six feet. So they, there was no way that, that I couldn't make them work no matter what I turned down or what I turned up. They were just, unfortunately, wouldn't work. Yeah. And, and I was very disappointed because... Sorry, go no, ahead. No, go on ahead. Go on ahead, Geraldine. No, I was disappointed because they had the jeans look. Uh, but, um, you know, if they don't want to, I was listening to all your, your speakers, if they don't want to go to the trouble or go to the expense of getting different models, you know, a chart to say that I'm five foot two and then send out the leg accordingly rather than just sending me a five foot ten mm. leg. 
And it's interesting because some of the brands from from what I can see, and Anna mentioned this, and and Brendan and Laura as well earlier, some companies, some online pla- or some platforms, some retailers and shops do seem to offer um, a variety of different model sizes. But then you know th- there's some of them that just don't at all. That's it. They don't even have an, an actual you know um, bricks and mortar shop. They're just an online facility, and yet they just have the 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 one model um, showing the clothes for them. And like it's it's remarkable the number of people getting. In, in touch about this today. Will it put you off online shopping, Geraldine? Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't I wouldn't go online for a dress or for anything like that. No way. I'd like to go into the shop, feel, touch it and uh, try it on. Absolutely not. No, this is just leggings and fine. I thought I'd take a chance. But I'm not the kind of person who would go to the trouble of repackaging that and sending it back either. So I would just find yeah. somebody who could use it. Okay. So that, that would be a lot You're very good. Me, so no. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Katie's on the line as well. Katie, do you think online fashion brands should they have to hire a variety of different model sizes? Sorry, can you say that again? Sorry. Do you think that the online fashion retailers should they have to have more than one model size? Uh, modeling the clothes. Yes. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Just so you can get an idea um, when you're looking at the pic. I mean, that's the whole point of their website. It is their catalog, isn't it? So it is that you can get an idea of this is what it's going to look like when it's on you. I know, obviously, it's hard because we're all different shapes, even when we are the same size and clothes, per se, but I think they should, for sure. You should be able to just click, say, okay, I'm a size 12, click on that, and the model changes so that you can get an idea of what it looks like. Yeah. Do you find the, the size variation between clothes, do you find it frustrating? Yes, very much so. Um, I think it's predominantly down to just the mass production of clothes, though. Um, so like one high street shop can have their clothes made in multiple factories uh, in multiple places throughout the world so just even in your instance with your trousers that were yeah. you know a different colour <laughs> different the size the same trousers sure, I couldn't get over it like. or same size but they yeah. could have been made in a different factory to the other colour do you know or at least by a different person so um, I think that's the issue because I have that problem all the time in one shop I, I cannot guarantee that the same size mm. will fit me every time and I've had I've had two babies in two years recently, so my size now I have no idea yeah, <laughs> what yeah. it is. I know, it varies I know. from shop to shop. It's uh, it's 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 funny. It's, it seems to be an issue uh, the size variation for a lot of the stores, according to our our texters today. Needless to say, anyway, I didn't end up buying the second pair of trousers as a result of it. But uh, Katie, Geraldine, and Susan, thanks a million for getting in touch with us here on the program. Keep your messages coming in to us five three one zero six. I'm particularly though interested in hearing from people today about whether or not you think well. The back garden. Is it now a luxury? Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.